the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Come on, wisdom for life. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Come on, we're on this journey for wisdom. How many y'all ready for wisdom for life? We need wisdom every single day that we are alive. We need wisdom for our relationships. We need wisdom on which way to get to work. Come on, we need wisdom on what side of bed to get out. We need, you know, like, oh, I got on the wrong side of the bed. We'll jump back in and get out the other. Jump back in, get out the other side of the bed. Come on. We need wisdom for life. We need wisdom for our health. Come on. We need wisdom for our finances. We need wisdom for restoration. We need wisdom, come on, for your parenting, for your education. You need wisdom for your future. How many of y'all know you got some decisions to make? Where are you going? Where are you headed? What's God's will, God's plan, God's purpose for your life? You need divine, godly wisdom. And we get wisdom from the word. That's what we get wisdom for. And what's this year? Going beyond. How many of y'all ready to go beyond in understanding? The word goes forth. The word goes out. But it's time to get understanding. Get understanding of the word of God. Get understanding of how the word that's going out applies to you applies to your situation, applies to your everyday life, applies to you. Come on, going beyond in wisdom knowledge and understanding. Paul said in Ephesians 1:17, I always pray. I always pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may grant you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation, understanding that gives you a deep and personal and intimate insight into the true knowledge of him, for we know the Father through the Son. We know the Father through the Son. Give me Jesus. And we look to Jesus, and he went preaching, teaching, healing all. And we know the Father through the Son. That's how we know God the Father, healing all, right? He's out there healing all. We, the will of God was through Jesus, through Jesus, through the blood of Jesus. We're over here talking about an offering. God sent his only son, Jesus, for you and I. And we're over here like, well, I'm not sure about that tithe. God sent Jesus. Come on. God gave. He was the first. He gave. Jesus is the first fruit. God gave. Come on. For God so loved the world, he gave. We so love God, we give. Why? Because we just like our father. We just like our family. We givers, right? We are givers here. That was just for free. And we ain't taking another offering. Calm down. Give us about the heart. We live to give. Come on, we love to give. We love life, right? We need an understanding of God. We need an understanding of his word. We need a revelation and understanding of God's love, God's grace, God's mercy for you, for you, for you personally, you individually. God had a plan. God has a plan. God knows everybody who would choose him. He knows, he know, He knew that you were going to choose him at 18, at four years old, at three, at two. Come on. Well, I don't know about two, <laughs> but I, I received Jesus at four years old. God knew, God knew, God knows, and he's got a plan for your life. It's about renewing your mind to the word of God and you stepping into that plan, stepping into his purpose, right? Wisdom that comes from your spirit, 
right? Give you the spirit of wisdom confirmed through the rich knowledge and understanding of your personal relationship with Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. It's about your personal relationship with Jesus. It's about your personal relationship with the Word of God. Come on. Some of you guys, you got a personal relationship with Netflix. Some of you got a personal relationship with your phone. You got a personal, deep, intimate relationship with social media. Some of you got a personal, deep, intimate relationship with, you know, the, your novella or whatever, whatever it is. You got a personal, deep, intimate relationship with The Bachelor and you're over there like crying. Oh my gosh, I can't believe she didn't pick him and he didn't pick her. That's stupid. That is so dumb. Like, why would you waste all that emotion for a, a joke, okay? But you got a deep, personal, intimate relationship with that, with the TV. How about we get a deep, personal, intimate relationship with the Word of God, with who we are in Christ Jesus, and we start walking out who we are. We start, sorry, I'm yelling. <laughs> I don't know why I do that sometimes. But imagine, imagine that we get a revelation of who we are, Christ in us, us in him. Yes. That's how we're going to be walking in the supernatural. That's how we be preaching, teaching, and healing them all, right? Not a superficial religious knowledge of Jesus. A superficial religious knowledge, but a deep, personal, and intimate relationship with Jesus. Come on, with the word and with godly, sound wisdom. We need wisdom for our everyday life. We need wisdom about our spending. We need wisdom about our hearing. We need wisdom, right, about what our eyes are seeing. We need wisdom when the world is going chaotic. Come on, we found it on the rock, Jesus. So when the winds came and the storms blew, it didn't matter. It didn't matter, right, because our, our financial system is planted in the house of God right? Our relationships are planted in the house of God, planted to flourish. Let's go, right? God himself made a way so that we could have a new life through Christ Jesus. So not about you and your wisdom. Without Christ, you could do nothing, right? All of us. God gave us Christ to be our wisdom, and wisdom is the principal thing. Proverbs 4, 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, Look at your neighbor and say, get wisdom. Get wisdom. That's your job. That's your responsibility. You need to get up and go get some wisdom. Get wisdom. And all you're getting, get understanding. Get understanding of that wisdom. There's laws and there's principles. There's leadership laws. There's principles in life. You know what's a great example of that? You can put some concrete down. And you know what's going to happen? You're going to see a weed come out of that little tiny crack in the concrete. Why? Because seed time and harvest, seed time and harvest, there's a little tiny wind blows, a little weed seed gets in there, and it's just going to poke through concrete, through concrete, right? There's laws and principles that we need to learn through the word of God. Given to be given to you. Come on. There's laws and principles that we need to know what God says about life and about leadership and about integrity and about relationships and about how we think and process, right? There's laws we need to learn. Repetition is key to understanding wisdom. Just like when you're learning your times tables, you're just, you're memorizing, you're memorizing, you're memorizing, and one day it clicks, right? You're trying to memorize your spelling bee, you're memorizing, memorize, and then you understand, you can stand it out and say that word, right? Repetition is key to understanding wisdom. Repetition, reiteration, recapping. Can I get a recap? 
of what? About the word you just heard. Come on, we get schooled up in here. Pastor Dan said, what was last week? What? Not us, come on. Not us, not us. We ain't afraid. We ain't afraid of a little correction. We ain't afraid of a little love, right? Recapping, repeating, and we are reviewing God's wisdom, going over God's wisdom, meditating on God's wisdom, right? So that the truth of the word of God will be driven deep into our heart and our mind. And then it becomes who you are. So we get the word of God, we repeat it, we review it, we recap it, we go over that wisdom, we go over it, and then it becomes who you are. Because you, you start applying the wisdom of God to your everyday life. And then people say, that's a wise person. Why? Because in their relationships, they're applying the word. In their finances, they're applying the word. In their, in their health, they're applying the word. When the storms came and the rains came, they applied the word, right? So we, it gets down in, in our hearts and in our minds. Knowledge is the gathering of facts, right? Different seasons, different ages, when you're younger, just, it just, just depends where you are in life, what stage. You're gathering facts. That's knowledge, gathering facts. Understanding is the ability to organize the facts for use. So you get the word of God. That's the knowledge, the information that's going out. Understanding is your ability to uh, organize that information about how you can apply it, how that applies to your relationships, how that applies to your parenting, how that applies to your future, how that applies, right? That's understanding. And wisdom is the correct application of those facts. You can apply them, right, because you know how to use them. Knowledge is just information. So we hear the word. We meditate on the word of God. Come on, and then we apply the word to our everyday life. Hear the word, meditate on the word, apply the word. Proverbs 18, 15. The mind of a person who has understanding acquires knowledge. The ears of wise people, they seek knowledge. They want information. They want to grow. They're always a learner always a student. We're a student of the word. We're a student of life because life is teaching us things, right? You got two teachers. You got the word and you got experience. So this situation happened to you and you're like, oh, lesson learned. That's not going to happen again. Lesson learned, right? Lesson learned. Let's not repeat that mistake. Let's rewrite it and make change. Be the change, right? Be a wise person seeking knowledge. What's the beginning of knowledge? <laughs> Proverbs 1-7. Yes, there we go. Proverbs 1-7. To have knowledge, you must first have reverence, honor for the Lord. That's the beginning of knowledge. The first thing is that we know that all wisdom comes from God. We honor God. We honor him first. We reverence him. Stupid people have no respect for wisdom, and they refuse to learn. Seriously, we don't want to be stupid people. We don't want to be ignorant people. We want to be wise people. They have no respect for the word, no respect for wisdom, right? And they refuse to learn. Wisdom begins with honoring the Lord. It starts with your heart. 
Like, God, that's why God's always after your heart. When we give, it's just honoring the Lord with our finances. Our finances don't have us. We have finances. We honor God with it. It's an expression of our honor. It's an expression of us putting him first. That's the expression that we get to give, right? Wisdom begins with honoring the Lord, having respect for the Lord, admiring the Lord, reverence, devotion. We're devoted to the Lord. We're devoted to his house, right? We are devoted to his word. We're devoted. That's who we are. We're loyal people, loyal to God and divine wisdom. We are loyal to divine wisdom. We are loyal to the standard. We are loyal to the, to the, to the word of God and how it protects us and how it guides us. It's the only thing in our life that will never change. God and his word, right? But only arrogant fools despise godly wisdom. Have you ever been there? Like somebody trying to teach you something, you're like, I know. If you knew, you would have done. <laughs> this is all of us, right? All of us. Psalms 14.1. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Don't be a fool. Don't be a fool. Be humble. Be humble. James 4.10. Humble yourself before the Lord, and he will lift you up in honor. Proverbs 29, 23, a person's pride will humiliate him, but a humble spirit gains honor. It's your pride that's on the line. It's already going to hum humiliate you. You already act in a fool when your pride is on the line. And we've all been there, right? We've all been there. We were just there in the service. When we call out and we say something that wasn't the right answer, you're like, man, next time I'm not saying nothing. No, say something. Come on. Pride. First uh, Peter 5, 6. Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. This is a, like such a beautiful thing when you start to understand this. Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. It's that due season. It's that due time. Don't worry about somebody else. It's not about somebody else. It's about you and your heart and you being faithful in the little. God will exalt you in due time. Sometimes you just got to pay your dues. Sometimes you got to just put some skin in the game. Sometimes you got to earn your seat at the table. You know, when it comes to authority, when it comes to leadership, when it comes to great responsibility, when it comes to your gift, your call, come on. Sometimes it's that due season. How many of you know? Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't quit. Keep faithful. Keep faithful with what? With the little. And then you'll be ruled over much. No, I just want much, much, much. It's all about the little. It's all about the little. Be faithful. Stay humble. Remain teachable. Humble means you are teachable, that you're always a learner. You're always a student of the word. Somebody always can teach you something. There's always something for you to learn, right? In, in every relationship, even with young people, older people, somebody's always got something to teach you. Just listen up. Remain teachable. God will exalt you in due season. Don't worry about exalting yourself. Don't worry about promoting yourself. Don't worry about being an influencer. You know, you're just trying to promote yourself. Don't worry about all that stuff. God will promote you, right? Be faithful in the small. Be faithful with the knowledge you have today. What's the information that you have today? Use it. 
Come on. Use the information that you have today. Go through your notes. Go through the word that you have. Start applying it. Use it or what? You'll lose it. How many know that's true? Right? You start going over some math. You're like, huh? And you're like, well, the teacher said I would never always have a calculator. But bam, check out my phone. Calculator right here, you know. Why? Because you lost that information. You lost that knowledge, right? Use it or you'll lose it. Wisdom is built upon wisdom. This is facts. The facts of life, you know. Wisdom is built upon wisdom. Apply, apply, apply. Apply the knowledge that you have today. Wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom is the correct application of knowledge, right? You can have information, but if you don't use it, right, you can have information that your gas tank is on E, you got the information, there it is. You have understanding that you should, you should pull over and you should fill up. And then ding, 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 there goes the light flashing, flashing. You have knowledge, you have understanding, but you ain't got no wisdom. You ain't got no wisdom. And there you are on the side of the road calling, ring, ding, ding, I need some gas. Are you kidding me? Man, when I was younger, Pastor Dan would tell me, you don't ever let your gas get down to like the... Whatever, I'm not so good with quarters, but, but you know, don't let your gas get down there. Do you understand that? Because you always need to have a lot of gas and so that you're not stranded and so that you don't have to get gas at night. So you make sure to get your gas in the day. When I was younger, he used to just say all these things, you know, you don't go to the ATM. And, and I was just like, it's like a lot of things to remember. So and now, now you hear all the time, like just different people of great success. You ain't trying to get kidnapped. You ain't trying to have bad things happen to you. You ain't trying to be stranded on the road in the middle of the night. Ah! Use wisdom. Then I, as I got older, I was like, Pastor Dan is so wise. He's so smart. Also, he don't want you to be like, Pastor Dan. <laughs> I'm wise up. Don't be calling me. Use wisdom, girl. Use that wisdom I taught you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right? You can have knowledge. You can have understanding, but you got to apply it. You got to fill that tank up. You can have knowledge. You got to have uh, understanding, but you got to apply it. Come on. How many of y'all need some, your tanks filled up with the word of God, right? So that you have some, you can, you can drive and keep on driving. Storms come, winds blow, you driving. Woo-wee. Cruise control. Wisdom is the correct application of knowledge. Come on, how many know we're living in a know-it-all attitude? Like a know-it-all era, right? Because we got Google, I know. I saw it. I, I mean, I read the blog. I know, I know. Somebody posted it. I know, right? Anybody said it today? I know. <laughs> in your mind, I know, okay? I know. Your mom told you something like, hmm? Your eyes rolled back in the back of your head, and your eyes are saying, I know. We all been there. Just because we have information doesn't mean that we have wisdom, right? We have, we're like an information junkie generation. Just Google it. What did Google say? Google will tell you. Google is God. No, it's not. <laughs> Google is just whatever people put on the, in the internet, right? Don't always believe the internet, guys. <laughs> Google said it must be true. No. Just because we're just like, I know. I know it, I read it, I saw it, I quoted it, I posted it, but did you apply it? Did you apply it? You posted it, but did you apply it? You read it, but did you apply it? You blogged it, but did you apply it? You posted about it, sounded good, looked good, got the likes, but did you apply it? 
Did you apply it? And the fruit of your life will be the proof if you applied it or not. Because you're going to be like that tree planted bearing much fruit of wisdom. For who? For others. For others. We're blessed to be a blessing. That's with every area of our life. We have wisdom and answers for others, right? Knowledge alone isn't power. The correct application of knowledge, that's power. You can have all the knowledge. Knowledge is power. No, the correct application of that knowledge, that is power, right? The correct application of knowledge is wisdom. That's you being a wise person. Awareness, action, and application produces change. You're aware. You know, you're aware. First, the first step to help is be aware. I got a problem, <laughs> right? Action and application produces change. Awareness alone produces nothing. We know this now more than ever. We got awareness day. It's pizza awareness day. Did you know that? And what happened? Everybody got to go get a slice of pizza. It's, it's this awareness day. It's this awareness day. I don't know if it's pizza awareness day. I'm just joking. That's lies. I'm being ridiculous. But, you know, it's Save the Cat Awareness Day, and it's, it's the Button Awareness Day. And, like, every day is an awareness day. Awareness doesn't produce change, right? You posted about it. You blogged about it. Did you apply? Be the change, right? Every day is, aware, every day is some kind of awareness day. But awareness alone produces nothing. It's awareness, action, and application to be the answer. That's what produces change, right? Who's ready for change? Like, we all want change, right? Change isn't changed until it's changed. It's not hard. It's just new. It's just new. Look at it as just a new adventure. How many are ready for an adventure? Let's go, right? I want to go on an adventure. Change your life. <laughs> That's a great adventure. Discover wisdom. Seek wisdom, right? Seek application. Apply, apply, apply. Godly wisdom. Jesus said in Matthew 7, 24, so everyone who, some people, the special, the elite, the few, everyone, everyone who hears these words of mine, and acts upon them. Everyone who hears the word and applies, come on, applies, acts upon them, obeying them will be like a sensible, prudent, practical, wise man or woman who built his house, come on, his life upon the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house. What did it do? It beat against that house. It beat against that life. Come on. Because let me tell you, life happens. Anybody? Life happens, right? Life happens. Yet it did not fall. It did not fall. Because his life, his relationship, his finances, his family, his health had been founded on the rock founded on Jesus and founded on his word, right? And everyone, here's another everyone, who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a stupid, foolish man or woman who built his house, his life, his relationship, his finances, his family, his health upon the sand, right? The rain fell and the winds came and the wind blew, and the, the floods came, and the wind blew, and beat against the house, and it fell, and great was its fall. 
Great was its fall. Jesus is showing us clearly the choice of a wise person and its results, right? And, and the choice of a foolish person and its results. You choose. God can't choose for you. I can't choose for you. I've got to choose for myself. You've got to choose for yourself. Choose wisdom. Choose Jesus. Come on. Choose truth. Choose life, right? We, we choose to be doers and not hearers only. We choose to apply wisdom to our everyday life, building our life, our relationships, our finances, our family, our health, and the foundations of the solid rock, Jesus. Give me Jesus. Yes. In every area of my life, give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. That's right. Give me his word, right? The book of Proverbs in the Bible is divine wisdom. We need an understanding of those riddles, of that poem, of the divine wisdom from God, right? God-given principles, standards, and values to live by that bring great reward. How many of y'all great reward of joy? Great reward of honor, of peace, of riches, and long life. Follow after wisdom. Seek wisdom. And all you're getting, get understanding of that knowledge, right? We're gathering, gathering, gathering. The book of Proverbs is a pursuit of wisdom for everyone. For everyone. For everyone. For the naive, for the unexperienced, for the youth, for the wise to increase in their learning, right? For all of us to learn how to lead others to truth and wisdom by the example of our integrity, we got to live out the word of God. we got to live this thing out. And other people are going to see our integrity, our character, that we are Christ-like. Our Christ-like character makes a big impact everywhere that we go. Our Christ-like character, who we are, right? Because the world has no integrity. The world has no standards. No honor. No common sense, right? No concept of cause and effect. I'm just, you know, it would just never happen to me. Well, there's cause and effect, right? I love that Proverbs, it makes it so clear. Cause and effect. Wisdom, foolishness. Humility or humiliation. You get to choose, right? You get to choose which one. Proverbs 15:33. The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom. And before honor is humility. Never rely on what you think you know. You think you've leveled up. You think you've heard the word. You, you know what? You think you've been to service enough time. I've already heard that scripture. Never think that you know it all. Never rely on your own understanding. Always be a learner. Always ready for correction. For greater understanding, right? Don't depend on your own understanding. I know it. I read it. I saw it. I quoted it. I posted it. But did you apply it? Do you understand it? Come on, hear the word. Meditate on the word and apply the word to your everyday life, right? Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Trust God completely. Don't try to figure everything out on your own. Trust him, trust his word. Listen for the voice of God in everything you do and everywhere you go. You're inclining your ear. Let his wisdom direct you. Listen for his word. It's crying out. Wisdom's crying out. Listen to me. Calling you by name. Proverbs 3.3. Never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Come on, we loyal people. We are kind people. Tie them around your neck. There you go. There's a new chain. Loyalty, kindness. Let's go. 
Write them deep within your heart. Then you will find favor with both God and people. Why? Because you're loyal and kind. <laughs> a lot of favor, right? And you will earn a good reputation. Trust in the Lord with some of your heart. And yes, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Don't depend on your own understanding for your future. Don't depend on your, un, uh, your own understanding for your finances. Don't depend on your own understanding for your health. Don't depend on your own understanding. No, we're going to trust in the Lord. We're not depending on our own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. He will show you which path to take. How? Seek him first. Seek his kingdom first. Seek his word first. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. <laughs> that moment you start leveling up, hey, don't be impressed. <laughs> Instead, honor the Lord and turn away from evil. That moment you start leveling up, give glory to God. It's only by the grace of God. Come on, it's only through the house of God. It's only because I've been planted here at Love Life. It's only because of the wisdom of God. Come on, yes. It's not about you and your little wisdom. Mm-mm. Honor the Lord. Then you will have healing for your body and strength for your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything that you produce. We honor God. It's our expression of giving. It's our expression. It's how we can show God. We honor you. We put you first, right? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you what path to take. Father, what path am I supposed to take? I want to seek your will, your wisdom for every area of my life, right? Godly wisdom is the correct application of the word of God. Not through legalism, not through religion or condemnation, but through a real relationship a real relationship with Jesus, a real relationship with God, a real relationship with the Holy Spirit, a real relationship with the Word of God. Not legalism, not condemnation, not guilt, not because I have to, but because I get to. Come on. You get to look into the Word. We, get to see, we know the Father through the Son. Seek God's will. Right? God gave us Christ to be our wisdom. Get wisdom in all you're getting. Get understanding. Get understanding of God's perfect plan and purpose for you. How are we going to do that? Through renewing our mind to the word of God. We renew our mind. We have our own understanding, our own way of doing things, and we replace it with God's will. We replace it with God's word. That's, it's, it's wisdom built upon wisdom, level to level. This is, this is a lifelong journey of wisdom daily choosing God's will, God's plan, God's purpose, right? I heard a story of an old couple, and they're, they're in the car, and they're driving, and the lady, okay, old-ish, older, calm down, everybody, and they're driving in the car, and the lady's looking out the window, and she's like, oh, you know, life, life is boring, 
and just what, what could be and should be and what it used to be. And, you know, she's over here just looking out the window, and the, and the guy's driving, just thinking about what life could be, used to be, you know. And all of a sudden, some young people come driving by them, and woo, 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 like, what in the world's going on? And, and, and they're like this. She's not sitting in her seat. She's sitting in the middle seat. What is that? That's not a real seat. She's a little, little bucket thing, you know. There they are. And she looks at her husband. And she says, I remember when you used to drive like that. And he looks at her and says, I haven't moved. He hasn't moved. He's just driving. You know what, God, you're like, God, you know, when, when I used to be so excited and I couldn't wait to get to church and I was so excited for the word. And God's like, I haven't moved. I haven't moved. I'm right here. You're out there looking at the window. What could be and should be. And blah, 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 blah. Come on. God's over here like, I haven't moved. You ready? Come on. For a deep, intimate, personal relationship with Jesus, with his word, with his plan, with his will. Come on. He hasn't moved. Let him get in the driver's seat. Get right there and say, let's go, God. Let's go on a wild ride with his plan and his purpose. We just got to seek wisdom. We seek him first. He's going to add all those things. We don't, we don't have to worry about what could be, should be, used to be. No, we're on the right path, seeking him first. And all we do, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. He's got a plan and a purpose for you. Are you ready? Are you ready for a great adventure? Let's go. Amen, amen, amen. Hope you guys receive something tonight. God's got great plans for all of us. I love you guys. And we will see you on Sunday. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.